Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso and his co-host. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. Today's Spotlight interview is with David Ankin, the toy maker. And joining me today as my VIP co-host is the international empowerment speaker, Cynthia Mazzaferro. Cindy is a motivational empowerment speaker, international award, and number one best-selling author. She's also an energy, medical, Reiki master, and powerful beyond measure life coach. And you can find out more about Cindy in the show notes and also at CynthiaMazzaferro.com. That's M-A-Z-Z-A-F-E-R-R-O.com. Hello and welcome, Cindy. Hello, Tony. How are you? I'm wonderful. And I want to thank you once again for being so cool and wonderful to jump on the spotlight as my co-host. This is great. Thank you. I always look forward to you bring wonderful, exciting guests. Yeah, and this one is pretty cool for us motorheads out here, and I'm just really <laughs> excited. I'm not a motorhead. I'm just excited maybe because I like the sound of thunder or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all like those, yeah. those toys. No matter what our age is, we love toys. That's right. And for our Spotlight audience, you are listening to the Spotlight, where we focus on highlighting stars, greats, and game changers. If you're a fit We want your interview on the spotlight. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m., so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. And you can also catch every episode of the spotlight on my mobile app. Just go to TonyDurso.com slash mobile from your Android or iPhone. And once it loads, past episodes of the spotlight will automatically appear in column one. And column two is my other weekly show highlighting elite entrepreneurs called Revenue Chat. Today, we set the stage for the spotlight to chat with Dave Ankin, the toy maker. Doghouse Dave Ankin is a former motorcycle stunt rider, race car driver, and stuntman for Universal. This includes the Batman character in the Universal Studios stunt shows and Waterworld event show at the Universal theme parks. He's also the previous owner of some of the most successful event bars on the East Coast, such as Daytona, Myrtle Beach, Florida. In his circle, he's known as the Iron Man because there's nothing he can't make out of metal. He's always building the coolest toys. And Toy Makers is currently in Season 2 on Velocity. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Spotlight, David. Hey, Tony, how are you guys doing? Cynthia, how are you? Hello, David. I'm very excited to talk with you today. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. It, 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 uh, I hope it's warmer where you guys are at. We've had power outages all day, snow all day. It's been crazy. I'm up in the oh. northeast, and it's snowing here. And <laughs> yes, it was supposed to be a lot more stormed. Where do you live? Uh, we're in North Carolina. Okay. Well, Tony's out on the nice west coast, California. <laughs> That's right. Nice Nice. This is air conditioning weather we're having. (laughs) I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Hey, I grew up in Chicago and I've I've had 
all the seasons. I had my fill of it for 10 years, especially while I was a paper route boy for 10 years. Every single day, no matter the weather, at four o'clock in the morning, I'm out there delivering papers. So I've had my share and I'm glad I'm now in sunny California. Yeah, I, I love the seasons, but I'm ready for winter to be over. I hear you on that. And by the way, David, it's such an honor to meet you. And I just want to say I truly appreciate you taking the time to join us today on the Spotlight. Well, anytime. And I appreciate you guys having us. Very cool. And we're looking forward to learning a lot more about you. But first things first, David, could you tell us how did it all start for you? You know what? Honestly, it's as a kid, you know, we we grew up um, just loving toys. I think everybody did. You know, you had your version of a toy and it could have been a big wheel. Could have been a little uh, bicycle, could have been a go-kart, who knows? And that, I really never grew out of that. And I don't want to grow up ever. Um, I, my toys just get more elaborate or more expensive. So it's really how it started. Uh, almost everybody I know got married and said, once you get married, you lose all your toys. So um, I figured I better start something that I have to develop toys to make a living. Well, you can't take that away from me. I like that. That's very cool. Now, let me ask you, please, what inspired you to start the Toy Makers brand? And how did that actually lead to you having, you know, this great TV show? You know, again, I don't think there's ever when you look at brands across the country, I don't think there's ever a brand that when you think of the name, you think of McDonald's or Nike or whatever, that doesn't make a great shoe company, Nike. It doesn't. So I realized that the name didn't mean a whole bunch, but I did want to develop a name that would would span everything, whether it was an actual toy, whether it's it, it's it's a motorized something I'm building for cars, motorcycles, or something that would go across all the genres, whether it's a girl, like a, a kid, a, an adult, an, an older gentleman, a retired person. So just a thought of toys, you know, it's all about toys and, and we all have them at every age from a pacifier as a kid to an old man, you know, sitting there with his little rocking chair. That's his toy reading his paper. So I just wanted to be able to, I don't know, just trying to think outside the box for the name to be able to reach anybody and anything I want to develop or do in the future. I got you. I hear you on that. And that's very interesting because we all outgrow our toys at some point or just had enough with that. I used to have a bunch of little cars on my desk for years. And eventually I I outgrew that even. And now I just I think I'm more Japanese in my style. How about you, Wait, Cynthia? <laughs> How about you, Cynthia? Are you when did you outgrow your toys? Well, I think my toys have changed as I've gotten older. Um, they've changed into more activities than actually specific items. But um, what I really was really interested in, David, when I actually read your bio and did some investigation on you, and you they referred to you as the Iron Man, um, I just thought, oh, my God, how coincidental is that? My name, Mazzaferro, Mazzaferro, means iron thrower, iron man, or man of iron. So I thought, oh, my goodness, this is really a, quite coincidental. Well, you know, it's funny you say that in, in, in two parts there, you know, in, in nothing, Tony, I don't think anybody ever 
you may grow out of your toys, but I promise somewhere if you look at what you do, you still have toys, whether it's the car you drive, whether it's a lawnmower, something somewhere there's a toy in your world, I promise. It might be the microphone you're, you're talking into. <laughs> but but um, the Iron Man, it coincidentally, was never me. Um, believe it or not, it was my father. My father was truly known as the Iron Man. That was his nickname for years. And just recently, and I don't know exactly what happened there where that somehow got changed over to me, um, I, I could only hope to be as good as my father is one day. He, he's probably the best toy maker I ever met in my life. He, he's he's gifted. He, he's a he's a workaholic. He's his work ethic is impeccable. And truly, the original toy maker, if you will, or Iron Man, and and that's what they used to call him as I was growing up. My dad was known as the Iron Man, and I think that came out in an interview a couple of years ago, and somehow it slowly got pushed over to me. I'm, I'm not complaining. I. Anytime I refer to anything as my father, I'm, I'm blessed. But yeah, so I mean, you know, it, as far as the Iron Man goes, I, when I think of the Iron Man, I think of my father more than anything. Well, I think that's a beautiful um, consideration that you want to be reflected in your father's um, legacy, what he's brought to you. And I think that's a beautiful gift. And, and I think that when we talk about toys, at least for me, it brings the child back in us and, and that sees the awe and the joy that we can experience in life. And in my work, that is so much very important, creating the happiness and the joy in our lives. You know, you're exactly right. And, and, and that's what I love about what we do. It, it just doesn't matter to me. You know, it could be a computer, somebody's toy or gaming center, or or it could be a Nerf gun. I mean, which is a really young kid's toy, but I catch myself modifying them all the time for my son or my son's friends. You know, I toys are a broad thing. It could be the family car that somebody tinted the window and changed the wheels on just to make it their family car appear a tad different than everybody else's family. Cindy, you have another question? Well, if you'd like, I could be happy to ask another question. So I'd love to ask, David, what has been the most exciting creation that you've done? And who is that for? You know, it's funny. I, I get asked that question a lot. Usually they ask me what my favorite toy I ever built is, and I haven't built it yet. <laughs> Every time I build something, it, it is the most exciting thing I do because it's Usually it's way outside the box. The season finale car this year is a prime example. Right now, it was a dream of mine for years to build this particular vehicle. And what's different about it is, is you're nothing off the shelf. There's nothing OEM. So you don't go to AutoZone and buy the parts and assemble the car. That isn't how it works. You start with an idea in your head. You might do some napkin drawings. You might sketch it on a piece of paper. You do that for years, or at least I get a set of wheels, put them down, and you actually look at the wheels and start designing it in my mind. So for me, the latest project I do is always my my dream. It's my poster on the wall. As a kid, you can never afford that poster. It's your dream car. It's the when we had Farrah Fawcett in a Lamborghini happened to be my poster when I was a child on the wall, and I always wanted that, that girl in that car. I couldn't have it. You know, nobody can afford that kind of money or hope to grow up be able to date a girl like that. So I had to learn to build that. And, and every year I build a new poster on the wall for myself. And that's always my 
my dream. And, and inevitably, get it done. It's beautiful. It's really cool. It's really neat. It, sur- it, it surpasses anything I could possibly dream doing. Now that that's finished, I'm already working on next year's poster on Paul. So it's, uh, it, it's a fun, fun life. It's great. It's rewarding. It's amazing to see the kids come in and really be passionate about stuff we do. So uh, truly, truly love what we do. Just as a quick follow-up, Tony, I'll give it back to you. So that means it sounds like that you are actually more of an inventor in your own um, inspirate with your own inspiration, not a customer coming to you and say, "Hey, David, I'd love you to create me this type of vehicle." So every year you tend to it's a yearly theme that you create this new vision. Is that right? You're exactly right. I mean, don't get me wrong; we do some cool customer stuff, but most of the customers. They're only they're limited to what they see. If they're used to seeing Corvettes and Camaros and Mustangs, that's where their mind goes. I've seen that my whole life, so my mind goes past that. I don't want a Camaro. I have a Camaro. Um, I, I have a Mustang. There's nothing wrong with them cars. I, I love all them cars. But when I pull into a parking lot and there's 400,000 people at an event, I want the whole parking lot to turn around and go, "What just pulled in?" and and that really is is my passion, is to be able to invent, design, engineer something that is so over the top or, or maybe not even over the top, maybe so simple that everybody thinks it's over the top. So it's just just different in, in a way of speaking. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and Cynthia Mazzaferro joining me as co-host. Just ahead, we continue the chat with David Ankin, the toy maker. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Is email an important part of your business? It is for us. That's why Voice America partners with MailJet. MailJet lets us create impactful newsletters and deliver them right to the inbox fast. Microsoft, MIT, and Avis trust MailJet for their emailing, and so should you. Go to MailJet.com and use the promo code VOICEAMERICA to start emailing for free today. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight with international empowerment speaker Cynthia Mazzaferro as co-host. Today's show is with David Ankin, the toy maker. David says, as a child, my father could build and drive anything. He was a big kid at heart and still is today. In his circle, he was known as the Iron Man because there was nothing he couldn't make out of metal. He was always building the coolest toys. I learned a lot from watching him over the years, and he's been my inspiration from the start. All right, and now back to the chat with David. David, you call them toys? And I know it's not as easy as it may seem, you know, slapping a cool chassis of a vehicle onto a muscle motor and call it a day. It's an engineering feat to calculate weights and measures that will affect the speed, performance, aerodynamics of the vehicle in order to extract the maximum performance and speed. That in itself is an art. And for our audience, could you please further describe and take us through what kind of vehicles you do make and what the challenge is with these vehicles? Yeah, you know, if you talk about our latest vehicle that we just released, uh, you know, and it, it, it's a beautiful machine. It it basically is most cars, if you think about it, have an eight or 10 inch tire all the way around the car. This car has 44 inches of rear tire. Just to give you an idea, that the rear end of the car, and most cars are very wide in the back and narrower up front. We went the opposite way. It's very narrow in the back and wide up front. We had to hand make the body, the windows, the pedals, the, the A-arms, the suspension, the whole night. It's one thing to make it not only stop and drive, but then you got to figure out, I didn't want to put the motor up front where most motors go. I wanted the motor behind me in the driver's seat. So we did a mid-engine car, but I didn't want to lengthen the car. So most cars have a motor, transmission, a drive shaft, and a rear end. So to make it work, I had to eliminate one of them pieces, which in this case happened to be the drive shaft. Not typically done in an everyday car. So... And, and still make the suspension work. So we pivoted the car in the middle of the car. So when you say it's not easy, that's a true understatement. If you only knew how many times I went to bed not having an answer to how to make it work and woke up at 3 or 3.30 with the answer, that is the story of my life. I wake up at 3.30 in the morning, you know, every day with the answer to the question I had the day before. Understatement is 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 a is a a big word I use and, and difficult and hard. I understand why people don't do it. it. It it's very expensive and it takes a whole bunch of time. But if you want to really be different, this is what we do and, and this is what Toymakers is all about. 
It's very cool, David. I've seen a number of videos, and I've got to say, all of the race machines, I mean, I'm calling them race machines. They're beyond just a car. They're, they're marvels. Each one you create not only is individually artistic, and, but they're engineering marvels, as you just described with this, this latest one that you've just made. They all look like, you know, big bad boy toys from some sci-fi movie but with some really mega muscle, you know, perhaps we'll see some of them on some of the superhero movies that come out. And I'd love to know, do you get your design ideas from actual toys or something? Because they look like they're right off of a shelf from some really cool toy store. You know, you, you bring up a, a, a good point. You know, I don't know where I get them from. I, I get them from the listen across this country. There's some amazing, amazing talent. Some we'll never hear from. Some you see in backwoods, some some are in little bitty towns. Everybody's got great ideas. Toys have great ideas. The problem is, is most toys that you see aren't functioning vehicles. And you realize when you look at the toy, it's not functioning. But for some reason, I, I have a bad habit of looking at something man, that really looks neat. How can I build that life size and make it functional? And um been very fortunate surrounding myself with the right people and, and really making that a reality. But, you know, it's no different than the technology of today. I get very overwhelmed with, you know, this right here, this, this whole phone call and how they Skype everybody in or the new app we have for the TV show or, or even social media. You know, I'm, I'm from an era we didn't have social media. So, you know, for us to do all, everybody thinks that's so easy in the younger world today. For me, what I do is very easy. I've done it my whole life. Then the new wave of everybody else is and what, you know, it's it's just bringing both worlds together is, is really a neat thing. That is so cool. And I'm totally with you. I'm continuously amazed at all the stuff that I can do with the computer and my and my cell phone. It just blows me away, this technology. It's it's some people may take it for granted. I'm very appreciative of what I can do. How about you, Cindy? Well, I'd like to just take this conversation a little bit more internally, because as you know, I'm um, a coach and inspirational speaker and motivational. And I picked up on some of the words, David, that you just commented on earlier. And sometimes you don't even realize what we say. And I just wanted to tag on those if I could. And that is that you said that the vision is within ourselves and that, you know, it's like it comes out of you and that this expression is that um, you're able to share it. You don't know. You want to have the, the awe um, when you're bringing in this car. People are going to see the sleekness or the or the meanness or the the difference of the the bigger tires in the front or the back and that it's OK to be different. And for me, I think that's so powerful because I'm always trying to tell people to stop trying to be like everyone else, you know, to fit in, you know, let yourself stand out and let yourself to find this passion. And, you know, when you speak about your toys and this design and, and um, going to bed at night, not knowing how it's going to work out, because we all struggle with things in our life. We don't know how it's going to work out, but the end result is always magnificent. And that uh, um, all that I just put together, listening to your responses with, um, Tony, and I just think it's so poetic that your toys are really a reflection of your internal passion and design. And I just wanted to share that with you and get your feedback. Well, that means a lot. But and you're exactly right. I Listen, as a, as a man, I, I think today 
everybody struggles with acceptance. Everybody struggles with a lot of things in life. I, I've been very fortunate in, in, in my world, um, but I have a 12-year-old. I see his struggles every day. I have a, a bunch of people I know, a bunch of great friends that struggle on a day-to-day basis. And, and for me to be able to work with kids that are less fortunate, maybe handicapped, maybe terminally ill, maybe adults that, that, that just don't understand where they're going in life, if you can sit and just show them that a passion in anything, my passion happens to be a gearhead. My passion happens to be, <laughs> I, I'm comfortable with who I am and what I am. I love what I do. And I put that out. If somebody goes, well, I don't understand what you did. Well, you know what? I really didn't do it for you. I did it for me. And when I bring my my son in or his friends in or anybody from the outside, and they really start to understand that it isn't about what the masses say. It's about what you're okay with. And it's okay to be anything you want to be. The, the nice thing about our country and, and who we are, we can be anything we want to be. A little bit of hard work, some perseverance. And I'm telling you, your only holdback is yourself. That's so true, David. That's so powerful. And I really hope that Tony's listeners are really hearing that, that we're never too old or too young to develop that passion and really pursue it. And it's, it's just a really amazing what you've done and the joy you bring to yourself and others. As a follow-up, I'd love to know, when you've created some of these beautiful designed um, vehicles, have you then ever sold them into props into shows or I think you talked a little bit about Disney. Can you, can you share a little bit more of that with the audience? Yeah. You know, we, we have an app. Uh, We have the first ever app that came out with our television show and it's toy makers with a Z you download it from the store. And and when our show's playing, you can actually sync the app will listen to the show and sync with the show. What's unique about that is that I can sell a toy. I can sell my t-shirt. I can sell anything I want. So as far as toys, I say everything's for sale. I have some that I say I will never sell, mm-hmm. um, which I say that a lot. I have a son, a 12-year-old, that says I'll never sell a few things that he's going to keep forever, um, or when he gets old enough to drive, that he's going to drive. But ultimately, you know, as, as far as back in the day when we were doing stuff for, you know, Six Flags or Universal, it was a whole different animal than it is today. Would I love to get into the movie stuff? Absolutely. Would I love to get into the TV stuff and really go after that? Absolutely. But there's a million guys like me that do this. So I don't ever pursue it. I, I, I've had a few guys come to me. Um, usually I'm the guy behind the scenes, which I'm okay with. But, you know, ideally when there's, there's 50 million people bidding for something, then all of a sudden it becomes a uh, who can do it the cheapest and who can do it? And there's no passion behind it. So I tend to stay away from it unless somebody comes to me and says, we want something you did specifically because of this. And then, then I'm all about it. But for me, just to do something to do it, just because it, it me, I, I, I'm famous enough in my own mind. I don't do it to be famous. I do it because I love the lifestyle. I feel the lifestyle is slowly fading away. Um, the youth of today has got a different outset, a different take on life than we did growing up. And if if somebody doesn't really start bringing it 
to, to the youth today, it's going to fade away. People don't use their hands. We have CNC machines now that do the work. People don't use, you know, lathes and bridge ports like they used to when we were kids. Now everybody is used to putting it in and hitting a button. And that's a shame. So I, I'm, I do it more for the passion and the love of it, not the fame of it or want to be out there in front of tons of people. I, I, I like that side, but that isn't why I do it. That's a beautiful answer. Tony, I know you're so excited about asking another question. This is the Spotlight with Tony Dierso and Cynthia Mazzaferro as co-host. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from David Enkin, the toy maker. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel shackled to your business? Do you feel that there is no room for anything else, like a personal life, family, fun? Did you know that there is another way? Listen for The Unshackled Life with hosts Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young. They'll discuss what helps your business work better for you so that you get to have a life. Aaron Young has been starting and running companies for over 30 years. It's time for you to finally have the time, money, and freedom that you've always wanted. The Unshackled Life, Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-760-0116. That's 800-760-0116. 800-760-0116. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. 
All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the spotlight with international empowerment speaker Cynthia Mazzaferro as co-host. Today's show is with David Ankin, the toy maker. David says, as I've gotten older, I've had the unique privilege of getting to know some of the best designers, engineers, fabricators, and builders in the industry. Surrounding myself with these same people has inspired me to develop a company that allows me a unique opportunity to bring multiple people together to build the baddest toys on the planet. All right, back to the chat with David. I am, and you know, Cindy and David, I realize this is a visual interview for our audience, for the Spotlight audience, to really understand what we're talking about. You've got to see this, because just hearing these words doesn't connect the dots. If you would all kindly go to toymakers.com, that's T O Y. M as in Mary, A-K-E-R-Z.com. And check out these videos. Check out these vehicles, these science fiction masterpieces. David creates these totally unique, badass race machines that are unlike the traditional race cars, such as the three-wheeler rocket car, which you'll see, or the race motor and a modified truck chassis. That is just Quite a work of art. I I just love that. David, is this a three o'clock in the morning Eureka? I gotta do this type of car. How do you get this inspiration? Can you can you share more with us? How does yeah, this creativity you know, just come out? Yeah, Cynthia said it earlier. You know, sometimes it could be a toy, sometimes it could be a movie, sometimes it could be I'm driving down the street and see an ugly duckling, and I, I don't seem to see the ugly duckling. Or it's just you take, for instance, my little GP car, truly sat in the garage and hand-fabbed every inch of the car. Just, I just had a vision in my head and just wanted to build it because I like the old uh, uh, 24-hour Le Mans cars, the old Lotuses, that kind of stuff. So I wanted to build one for the street. So we do a lot of OEM stuff, which is the Camaros, the Mustangs, that kind of stuff. The So I, I don't ever want to take away from that. The one-off stuff, I, I do just because I, I really like to get way outside the box. And, you know, I had a statement last year. Everybody was laughing at me. We had a bunch of camera crews around and somebody asked me, you know, if I thought I was loud and obnoxious. And I said, absolutely not. And everybody got quiet. Nobody knew what to say. I said, but let me tell you something. When I pull in a parking lot, I'm loud and obnoxious and I never open my mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, if your car speaks for you, I do a lot of events. I'm getting ready to do one this Saturday. I do a lot of events. You show up, and if there's 500 Camaros and 300 Mustangs and a bunch of these C10s, they tend to blend together. So for me, the inspiration comes from being, even if I'm going to, it just comes from being different, that, that it's okay to be different and do what. I like or I envision is right or somebody else envisions it right. I don't care if it's my idea. It can be somebody else's idea. I'm okay with it. I, I like the thought of thinking outside the box. That is very and cool. I <laughs> and I don't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no. And I've you got, do. Please. I, I'm sorry. Carry on. I've got dyslexia. I, I didn't realize that till just recently. My son was diagnosed with dyslexia. And I realized... That's why I think I've always thought differently. In school, they used to tell me I was lazy and didn't apply myself. 
because I came to answers differently. Um, now I realize later in life and why my son, my son is a gifted child. And I'm not saying that because he's my child. I'm saying it. We, we've learned he has dyslexia. We learned that I had dyslexia. And he just comes to answers differently. And when, you, when you're okay with coming up with an answer and you're, you're willing to think outside the box, anybody can get there in the conventional manner. Get there in an unconventional manner, in my opinion, well, you know, you can, you can go farther because you're not thinking like everybody else. Very cool. And I totally understand that. Very, very interesting. And speaking of unconventional, your team is a little bit unconventional. I haven't seen all your episodes, but it's quite an eclectic team. And I'd love to know, how does, how did that come about, please? You know, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, a little bit of a freak as far as I, I got to have my hands on everything. We don't have a huge team. We're not like some of these shows that have a whole bunch of people doing a bunch of things. You know, I, I've literally got a very, very small, small team, but they're all very talented. But what's more important to me about the team is the fact that the fact that we all get along and we all care. Um, it, to me, it's more important that we all, I don't want to say have each other's back because that's too strong. We all just care and want to succeed in the same thing. So you take somebody like my business partner. Uh, I went into this with no idea of having a business partner, ended up with a business partner. He's been in the defensive uh, defense contracting business his whole life. Knows nothing about nothing when it comes to hot rods. But he's so passionate about just, you know, living life to its fullest and, and, and learning something new. When it comes to my build team, Jason is, is a fabricator that can build anything. Bo is my welder, can, can weld anything. Billy is, is a right hand to all of us that can do anything. He runs my toy section. But when I call on him to do anything, I don't care if it's fabbing. What We can all weld, but Bo's my welder. We can all fab, but Jason and I are the fab guys. You know, my assistant, Ashley, her whole deal is she's my assistant. That girl does everything except assist. And what I mean by that is <laughs> she might be in the shop cleaning oil. She could be in the bathrooms cleaning the bathrooms, which we all do. Or she could be out there truly, you know, helping, you know, carry parts, move parts, go cut this bracket. I mean, the passion that we all have is amazing. Uh, and that's more important for my team than anything else on the plate. I don't, I've had guys come to me that are probably even better than we are, but they're all self-serving or all want to do something the wrong way or they don't care about craft. And that, that isn't what, what, what I'm about. Wow. I like it. It sounds like everyone has such great camaraderie together that regardless of any differences, they're all very cohesive and that makes for a very tight-knit group, and it really shows. That's very cool. Cindy, would That's, you like to say something on that? Just, I love the cohesiveness, but I love that you also uh, can find joy in each other. It's, it's really the culmination of the creation together. And what I love, too, is that you hold no limits in your design and your passion, your creation. Your whole team sculpts and designs. And, you know, that's really like our lives. You know, for me, I have to always bring it back. How does this also every 
everyone we interview, how does this apply to the more traditional person that lives not making toys as you do, for example. And that is that we are limitless in our potentiality, in our creativity, in our passion. And when you find the right people to support your passion, to um, really bring out the best in you, and to see that treasure, that's when you really can feel, fulfill your life and then really enjoy that joy. And, you know, you just spoke with such passion about all the key people in your team. And without that team, you wouldn't exist. You would be a different, you know, David. Well, it's funny and, you say that. I call it my toolbox. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I truly do. Somebody goes, oh, your toolbox. And I, I said, man, the people I have in my toolbox, and we talked about the, the resident team, my friends are all in my toolbox. So I promise you that the people I have in my toolbox, um, the talent level and the passion that they have is amazing. And you bring up something else about everyday life. Everyday life, I don't care where you're working and what you're doing in life. If you just apply yourself and you really care and surround yourself with the right people telling you, you can go anywhere and do anything. I just happen, you know, I, I'm a little older in, in my life now. I, I call myself an old man, but I wish I would have learned this 40 years ago because I truly love what we do. And it, and it really came down to just finding the right, the right thing to push myself in, to be honest. Uh, Exactly. And, and what you really have done is, um, even though you're the old man, as you defined yourself here, that we're never too old to stop enjoying life and that you just have not allowed yourself to grow up in the more traditional way, you know, where people when you were back in school, people you struggled with academia as they expected you to fit in and you've really th still thrived in life and and that. That is our pursuit, and then we all need to thrive and aspire to still be that child within ourselves, and to see and exhibit our passion. And I think your your message is so much more than um, the physicality of just building these beautiful machinery, this beautiful vision. Um, it's it's so deep, and I think that everyone that's listening can really take away something here and look in their own life as to how they can really awaken wherever they are in their life continuum to that childhood zest and awe and zeal for life. And I commend you for not just blending in. This is the spotlight with Tony Dierso and Cynthia Mazzaferro as co-host just ahead. David shares more insights and his contact info, but first it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. As a small business owner, there's one word that you absolutely dread. Payroll. For small businesses, it's a big burden. You may think you're saving time and money doing it yourself. But come on, are you? Timesheets, processing checks, calculating taxes, a total waste of your time. Paychecks simplifies payroll processing, saving you time and money. Submit your payroll online. Fax it in or call your dedicated Paychex payroll specialist. And you're done. Learn more at trypaychex.com. Come on, do the math. The IRS dishes out 8 million penalties a year. Make one mistake and you're on the hook. 
On average, you're losing nearly one business day every month doing payroll. That's time and money you'll never get back, unless you get paychecks. More than half a million small businesses already do. Call 877-648-5421. Trade payroll pressure for peace of mind. Call now. 877-648-5421. That's 877-648-5421. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight with international empowerment speaker Cynthia Mazzaferro as co-host. Today's show is with David Enkin, the toy maker. David says, just as my father has inspired me, I hope to pass on that same inspiration to my son. He's already trying to take over my toolbox and garage and is eager to tell me what the next build is going to be. I can already envision him as the next generation of Toymaker. And now, back to the chat. But I want to ask you really one, what has been the most difficult thing that you've done in your life? And how did you find the solution to that? You know, the most most difficult thing I've done in my life is, you know, that's a hard question. Life itself is hard. Having a little bit of faith, uh, persevering, working hard. The hardest thing I'd have to say truly is just life. Life isn't easy. I don't think it was meant to be easy. I think you have to really believe a little bit of faith. And, and once, because you know, life's hard for all of us. Listen, I, I could give you story after story after story growing up where you get beat down and tears you up. And I just, I don't, I don't do well with that. I don't do well with saying I can't. You know, I don't, I, I don't necessarily have a real standard answer for that because in, in my opinion, the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with, I think, is life. And I think everybody deals with it every day. And it's how you deal with that. You know, for me, it isn't, it wasn't a job. It wasn't starting a business. It wasn't a, a relationship. It wasn't a child. All that stuff is a plus to me. Um, there was never, you know, there, there's difficulty with all of those. But to me, I found a way to make all those pluses in my life. 
to me, life itself is the hardest thing. And truly being comfortable with myself has made it, 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 it I think dealing with myself is the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. <laughs> I love that, David. Those are extremely powerful words. And really, I would never have guessed you would have said any of that. Um, looking at your website, reading your bio, you really are really amazing me in the that you know, true life is difficult. Every aspect, whether you're on the high aspect or the low aspects, our cycles, and that you know, finding faith, whether that's your God or the Creator or universe, or finding the faith within yourself that allows us to really be powerful beyond measure, which is my book, but also to experience life with joy. And you know, I think it's true that so often we want a life, you know, especially the millenniums and coming up now, the next generation. Everyone wants things easier. They want uh, longer lasting relationships or better jobs or, you know, all these things, but they're never content. They're always searching for something more. And there's such discontent within ourselves that it really creates such, for me, illnesses, even physical illnesses um, that I see because we create so much unhealthiness within ourselves. So I love your explanation that, you know, life in itself can be very difficult and is difficult, but it's also how we tend to view that and also finding the faith within us to realize that we can be that solution to whatever shows up in our life. And I, I think that's very powerful words. And thank you for sharing that with the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I want to go get your book now. I'm curious. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I would be honored. Thank you so much. <laughs> David, that is absolutely amazing. You've just bared your chest and told us so much about you deep on the inside. Really, really cool. Really appreciate you sharing that. I love it. And I'm wondering now, what does the future hold? Uh, I presume a season three. Where do you think you're going? You know, it, it, you know we're, we're knee deep in three. Uh, I, I'm already working because, again, you have four or five months to film all the episodes. So my season finale car for every year takes about 18 months to build. So if I have four months to do or five months to do eight builds, obviously I got to pre-build a lot of stuff. So I'm already working hard on season three. Also, this social media thing, it's been a learning curve for me. You know, Toymakers uh, has got all the social media outlets. You know, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, Facebook, and I'm not very proficient at any of them. So working with that, I just got, you know, off season, I've decided that there's a toy maker version and now there's a, a real David Ankin on, on, on Instagram. So I want to start connecting with these fans and really start getting them to understand, look, I'm not going to be your typical guy. I, people are shocked when they inbox me or something, or, or they say something and I comment back. Right. I, now it, it's become very difficult when I get thousands and thousands of them, after a, a premiere show or something. But so I've started the real David Ankin Instagram uh, just very, very recently within weeks. And I'm going to really try my best, you know, to, to really, that's where I want to start focusing is the fans. I want to hear what they're building. I want to see what they're building. That's what the, the app is all about, where they're sending their stuff into our app and we're giving away prizes. I want to, that's almost more important to me than the television. The television show is going to be there. It is going to be what it is. We're going to do all kinds of cool stuff. I love all that. 
but the people I can reach, schools coming in and bringing their classes to, to put their hands on machinery and to put their hands on stuff. If I can reach one, two, three kids here and there, that's, you know, that's, that's amazing. I mean, that, that stuff that people would dream of doing. And, and, and that's really where my goal is, is try to get into the fan, to get into what they want, what they like, what they dislike. And listen, they're boisterous. It's, it's funny. Most people won't tell me what they like, but they're willing to tell me what they dislike all the time. <laughs> even so even at the stake of my feelings. But um, it's, uh, but I, I, I think ultimately if, if we can, if we can get everybody and, and there's a lot of passionate people out there. I want to, I really want to stay focused off season on my social media, hear what they like and dislike. And then I'm going to, uh, Continue the TV show as, as planned. I'm already working hard on season three. Most of the builds are underway. And uh, matter of fact, between you and I, I've already started on season four's finale vehicle, uh, which is truly, it's, it's, it's three steps above anything I ever thought I'd be building a couple of years. Wow. wow. I can't wait to see some of that. That's very cool. David, with our social media, there's many ways probably that people can communicate. But if someone wants to get a hold of you and perhaps share something, what would you say would be some of the best ways to reach you? You know, realistically, everybody knows about Facebook and Instagram. So you can always go to Toymakers TV on the Instagram and, and on Facebook, which is, you know, Toymakers as well, or David Ankin with, you know, A-N-K-I-N. Um, Real David Ankin is my my new uh, my new Instagram uh, thing, which is going to be me personally. I'm going to try to, there's no team, but you know, everybody else is a team of people handling it. But real David Ankin is all about me and uh, the, the stuff you don't see on the TV show. I'm really going to start pushing some stuff that I don't do on the TV show. But, and then you got Twitter and you got everything else. You always, the app is a big deal right now. If you have a cool thing that you're building or done, Send it to my app. There's a little download the app. It's free. Go to go to the app store, download the app. You can send me a picture, and I promise you, I do look at them. Um, and we're picking winners all the time. It just start this app is a is a cool deal. I'm really excited about where it brings us in the future. Oh, that is so cool. I'm inspired. I want to thank you so much for sharing all of this. This is great. Cynthia, do you have any closing comment before we go? I love that you really want to leave a legacy and you wanting to reach out personally to individuals and changing our youth and, and showing that creativity kind of reminds me of the, the chocolate Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where they gave that golden bar, that chocolate bar where people could come in and, and interact with that whole fantasy and that creativity. And, and you're using this app and I really encourage everyone to, to download your app and to connect with you personally. And I think that that hearing what you talked about and your passion, your creativity, your struggles and how you just view life. I think you have so much to give to people and you wanting to personally connect with them is, is a beautiful gift that will continue to really last the test of time that is even far beyond your creation. So thank you for doing that. And, and thanks for being here today. No, I can't thank you guys enough. 
David, thank you. Such an amazing, amazing interview with you. David Ankin, the toy maker. I just want to thank you for sharing all of this with us, David. I love it. And I hope that the spotlight audience really enjoys it and goes to toy makers. That's with a Z toymakers.com. Check, check this all out, see the videos, and then this interview will have another dimension. I am sure. And Cindy, thank you so much once again for being a great co-host, intuitive, great questions. You add such a wonderful dimension to this show. I just want to thank you so much for being on the spotlight with me. Thank you, Tony. I'm honored to be here and I really enjoy our time with the guests. Thank you again. Very, very, very cool. And to our spotlight audience, thanks again. It's our honor to have you listen. Keep your focus on success and we'll see you next on the spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and his special VIP co-host. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.